Hello and welcome to Good Morning Nintendo, where we come try to come together every now and then, every few weeks. We it's been a bit um crazy the past few weeks. Oh, to talk about video game news in the industry. Oh, as always, I'm one of your hosts, Dane, joined by my wonderful co-host Dominic. And today we are gonna get straight into it. We we are just come off of uh nintendo direct and we are going to break down what happened we're going to go through it line by line and we're going to all discuss what we thought of today's direct all right so starting off at the beginning we had a teaser trailer for monster hunter rise of sunbreak this is a major expansion coming all in summer 2022 all they said like new weapons new stuff they just look like we but like the only thing that we only really got was like a short teaser trailer of like a dragon like Rathalos looking type thing. I'm not sure if that was a Rathalos. I could be completely wrong, but something in that family orb flying around. Dumb. <laughs> Did you have any thoughts on this? Uh, I think so. I'm I'm going to assume it's kind of like uh, they're doing like the Iceborne thing, like what what they did with Monster Hunter World. Uh. Mm, nothing really you know nothing really you know like i still want to play monster hunter rise i haven't played it yet this has just given me more content to get into when i do pick it up but i i, I mean i wasn't like i wouldn't say i, I would say it's it, it's good it's good to give that game more content so fans can enjoy it uh, i wouldn't say it was for me right now but I, I am. It's cool to know that when I get into Monster Hunter Rise, there will be a little more, you know, a little more that I could, uh, that I could enjoy. What about you? Mean, yeah, same story. Like I haven't d- dived into Monster Hunter Rise, but like Monster Hunter has really kind of like, well, mm-hmm. ever since all well, World came out, has really kind of gone and all well, really moved a whole lot more in the past few years and i know people liked rise people um enjoyed rise so it's nice to know that the people that are enjoying that are going to get some more content coming here their way we're going to keep going through here because we got lots of all mario party superstars all we got all we got some we got to look at a few boards space land birthday cake yoshi tropical island horror land um, Woody Woods, all boards were all shown off with a bit of some features in them. We got, um, Mount Minigames, which will be, like, a, just a minigames only run, and you'll be able to play that online. Uh, you'll be able to play that online to see, like, how long you can survive in that. All, there'll be online play for all of, all, for all boards and all the, um, game types, all, and that's going to be coming to us October 29th. That's my notes. So anything did you anything that I missed in there that you all well, you want to bring up? Um honestly not really. I I mean, you know, I'm going to get the game. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy it like it's freaking it's 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 you know, it's Mario Party. Like Mario Party like we grew up playing Mario Party um and i can play it online like actually online not like locally uh so yeah if i was already gonna get it when this was announced i uh, don't know if i'm gonna buy it day one because october is already pretty packed with some stuff but oh, yeah you know, it's gonna I, be a lot of october in here <laughs> yeah dude and um 
you know, I, I you know, the inclusion of more boards is always nice because I know that with Super Mario Party, people were you know kind of ticked off with how much was in that. But what about you? I mean, like I've never been a Mario Party person, so I was just like, I don't think I've ever owned any version of Mario Party. So it's just like that's got to like, change with this one. Nah, it's just like for sixty dollars, it's like about board games and whatnot, and it's just like it's multiplayer and everything. It's just like even though there's online, like I don't even do online all that much. And I'm just like, I'm not going to pay $60 to sit down and play it once with my niece and nephews and then never go back to it. As That's like, what happens, too. That's exactly what happens, too. Uh, so, like, I'm not, like, I was just like, I'm happy for the people that like um, Animal Crossing. I, know, I mean, not Animal Crossing, that's later. Oh, that like Mario Party, but it's just like, it's just not for me. It's not what I'm into. And it's just like, it looks, looks good. It looks like you're getting... Of some meteor content all with then super mario party did and you're getting that um online functionality right at the start so all that's so instead because like it got patched into super mario party like a year plus or so afterwards so it's just like it definitely seems like it's a the more rounded out mario party for the switch all right uh then coming up we have Oh, uh, Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars. Um, this is a new RPG that is being made um by with by Yoko Taro, um one of the guys up behind Nier. Um it's like I know that you're a Nier fan, like um you probably have some thoughts on Yoko Taro. Uh what did you think about all this old trailer? Uh, I am, the demo is available today, so I'm going to try it out. Um, and I, depending on how well this demo goes, I could very well be invested into this game. I'm a huge, like you said, I'm a big fan of Yoko Taro. Love the dude's work. Uh, sound, any soundtrack involved with that guy too is just always so good. And I, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool spin on like. Yeah, it really is. And it's something you kind of, it's like, man, this is really cool. I, I want to try it out and see how it goes. But if the gameplay is literally like, you know, boring me to death, it's as it's innovative as it might be and as cool as it might is, I'm not going to get it. But if the demo goes good, I'll definitely pick it up. What are your thoughts on it? And I know you're not really into the RPG yeah, genre, but. Like, I thought it, like, I thought, like, when I first saw the cards, it was going to be like, that was going to be it for, like, the battles or something like that. Or it was going to be, that was, or it would be, like, a card system, like, all, like, chain of memories or whatever, where, like, it's like you're moving around in a 3D space and then, like, you have, like, your deck of cards to, to use as your attacks. But everything is cards. Like, your world map is cards. Um, like, so, like, you're, when you're looking at it, it's, like, you're looking at a table, and then it's a bunch of, like, hundreds of cards, or dozens of cards next to each other, that are, each show the world, the towns, all, and it's also, like, oh, that's not what I want to play, it's just, like, if I wanted to play, like, a card board game, I'd play a card board game. I wouldn't play, I want to be looking for that as a video game. Um, this like, I mean, like, it's a whole lot easier to do it as a video game because you don't have to put out all, literally hundreds of cards in front of you to to play. As just like, and you, you have the ease of access of being able to do it. So it's like an interesting concept, 
but it's definitely not anything that I found visually appealing. So I wasn't too high on it. Alright. Uh, we also then got Disco Elysium, the final cut. All is coming to the Switch. All digital edition is coming October 12th. Physical copy coming early 2022. Uh, this was a lot of game of this was on a lot of the game of the year discussions. I think 2019. Um, it originally came out on PC, oh, and, like, it got a lot of critical praise, but, like, it's, like, it's very much, like, a visual novel, or, like, a visual, like, those kind of early adventure games, oh, so I feel like it, it takes a bit to, seems like it takes a bit to get into it, and it's definitely more of a thinker, oh, than everything, I don't think this is gonna appeal broadly to people, but it's interesting that it's coming to the switch. Yeah, I uh I honestly didn't even look into Disco Elysium when it came out. It's just not for me. Yeah. I know there I know there's a big I know there's some some fans for it, but it's just yeah, it's really just not for me. Uh there'll be a point in time sure where maybe I'll check it out, but you know, the fact that it's even coming to Switch is cool. You know, more people can play it that, that own a Switch. But, you know, I this one's definitely not for me, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, like I feel like if it, I'm more open to it being on Switch, because, like, you can just pick, because of the nature of the Switch, like, all being able to pick it up, play it 30 minutes, put it down, come back to it later. All I feel like that's, like, the way I would mostly play this game if I did get into it. But I really don't think it's in my all rep gonna be in my repertoire uh then we have one of my one of my favorite announcements from this i knew it was coming i mm. i was expecting it i put money i put money down on this this was a prediction uh we got the age of calamity expansion trailer all oh, this is coming october 29th oh we got a bunch of like one of the things that they said when first announced the dlc is that there was going to be more story vignettes or oh, in this all oh, expansion so we got a little, bunch of like little clips here and there nothing that really i don't think anything that really gave you a real grasp of what's going to be going on all oh, but you did get to see robbie and pira uh, as playable characters and that was something that was like leaked or like data mined back when like the game originally came out so that's something that like people have been thinking about for a while so like I, like, I think I mentioned it last time I talked about this game, like, I played the, I got the first expansion, and I actually, like, it made me want to go through and just, like, 100% complete the game, so I'm looking forward to all going back and hopping back into it and all spending a few more hours in the Age of Calamity universe. All right. (laughs) I... (laughs) Still haven't finished uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity or the first DLC. I will get around to it. It's de- the I, ending. I, it's not like a, the ending yeah, to Age I, of I, Calamity is like it is so hype. Like it was like the best action movie at like the end of like that story um, game. I was just like, I, like I was like that was like one of the most hype um, endings to a video game I've ever played. I I think we talked about this a while ago, but I was I got spoiled by the ending. But it was the way I got spoiled was it was kind of a clickbaity video, but not really. Like it it was like 
oh, okay, this is, seems pretty harmless. And then it just like, boom. I'm like, oh, okay, well, now I saw how it ends. Um, I, I, I will finish it, definitely, at some point in time. Um, but uh, I, from what I saw from the DLC, I'm, dude, of course. Like, I, I, the new playable characters, like, I'm all for that DLC. And it's going to be nice when I do dive into it. I'll have kind of everything to, to uh, play at once, which is nice. Um, and there were some things that I noticed, like we saw young Prince Sidon. So that was cool. Uh, and like, th- like I, that world building is what I'm really kind of like want from that DLC. So like, I think that's what we're, what we're going to get. And I was already going to get it anyway, but seeing that kind of raised my height just a little bit. And it also kind of gives you a little, a peek into how potentially they could just use that I, I don't even know what we could call Breath of the Wild, but it's kind of its own Zelda universe at this point. And maybe we could kind of see some hints towards what they want to use uh, going forward with this DLC. But, uh, dude, I'm, I'm hyped for it. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. All right. Next thing, we got Chocobo on GP Final... Uh, uh, Chocobo GP. Uh, it's a Final Fantasy kart racer. Uh, looks pretty interesting. Looks very Mario Kart-esque. Oh, so it's just like, oh, one of the big things I noted on there was, oh, you can have up to 64 players compete, compete online in a bracket style tournament. So that's, so that's pretty cool that that's built into the game. Oh, and not like some back end mod, but like, I'm not, oh, I'm too big on Final Fantasy. I'm not like knocking down the walls for another kart racer right now. Oh, but like, it's just like. If it reviews well and people will um get and it gets hype around it after launch, I was just like it might it might be something I'm willing to look into, but it's definitely not like oh something gonna be paying attention to before it comes out. I am shamelessly buying this game as soon as it comes <laughs> out. And I will tell you I will show you why. Yep. Okay, got audio listeners. Oh, Dom has gotten up. He is moving to, I imagine, a bookcase somewhere in his room. So, as a kid, I played this game. I got this game on DS. And I remember, I I think I got it from, like, I went to GameStop at some point in time. I remember seeing it, and I was like, okay, well, I like this Chocobo-looking thing. It was this. Chocobo Tales. And I played this like it's not a good game by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> it's like it's it's, you know, it's very mid tier, but I really liked it. And like I it's kind of it, it got me a little more involved with the Final Fantasy universe. And as soon anytime I see anything Chocobo, I'm just like, oh, fudge, I got to get like I have Chocobo Mystery Dungeon on the Wii. I didn't get the uh, the Switch version yet because it's it's physical somewhere and I'll pick it up later down the line. But I'm shamelessly buying this just for. Chocobo alone. Um, would I play it? I don't know. <laughs> it, and I'm not gonna lie. It looks like a cheap kart racer. Like it's, yeah, it <laughs> there's looks, nothing. It looks good. Great. I mean, like I, I've seen worse. I've seen worse kart racers. Talk to um, me about all oh, Hello Kitty. All oh, cruisers. Kart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so this is like I don't know. Oh, but uh next thing this one was just like kind of a tease and like even though i'm not much of a smash fan i was kind of let down by this but it's just like we got the tease we got the mm. told uh, the that there was going to be another stream on october 5th where we're gonna get the final smash character reveal i'm just like oh come on you 
do us dirty like that? It's just like, he's just like, you just gonna lay it out on a line like that? Mm. Wasn't fan. I was definitely, yeah, I was, I was caught off guard by that. But one thing that I think we're going to see, I think what's going to be announced at this, I'm, I'm not going to talk about any, we have so much to talk about. I'm not going to get into speculation about a fighter, but one thing I do think that we will see when everything's said and done, I think we'll get a like a definitive release of Smash Bros with all the DLC characters included. Yeah, I, could see I think that. that's something they'll do, like a physical like cartridge and be like, okay, this is you know all. The, and I think they'll announce that uh, during this uh, Sakurai. I mean, heck, dude, who knows? This Nintendo, they could say, oh wait, actually, there's another wave for all. You know, who knows? But uh, yeah, I was definitely like, hmm, interesting, you know, because typically they'll start with the, the you know, uh, character no, or I end just, with it. I don't really think, like, they're going to do another wave, or if they do do another wave, it's going to be sometime down the ro- road. Like, it's just like, because they said in the stream, like, it's been about three years since the game came out, and Sakurai has still, this is what Sakurai's been doing for the last three years, plus the time to make all Smash Ultimate. I'm just like, I think they're going to give him a break and let him do something else for a bit before they, I hope, well, I hope that they, like, give him a breather and let him do something else all before going, doing more Smash. Like a new Kid Icarus, maybe. I don't know. Uh, But moving on, we, there was a Kirby leak that all came out, that was before this. And we got that confirmed, that Kirby leak confirmed in um, the direct. All Kirby and the Forgotten Land comes out spring 2022. All we saw, uh, we saw some gameplay um, of it. It's just like, it looks very kind of like 3D platformer, collectathon, act, light action adventure, open all. As it's like, I'm not sure if it's open world, but it mean like, I got more like Mario, like Odyssey vibes than like um Zelda Breath of the Wild vibes off of it. That's so. That's what I'm thinking. I think it might be more level based or something like that, rather than it being like purely open world. Okay, I got to be honest with this one. I know when I first texted you, I was super hyped about this, and don't get me wrong, a part of me is still hyped about this. And this is going to sound weird when I say this, but like it still feels like more Kirby, if that makes any sense. Like when I like I think when I think three, like when I personally have thought first. So first of all, I thought it would be an RPG that I would have loved it to be a turn based RPG. That would have been awesome. But when I saw the gameplay, I was like, okay, so this is more action adventure. So like. Maybe we'll get a, 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 a different, like, okay, you take 2D Mario, 2D Mario has a 2D Mario moveset, right? Yeah. You take 3D Mario, 3D Mario's mobility is, like, through the roof. That guy can do anything. And then you take 2D Kirby and put it into 3D Kirby. It's like, well, this is just 2D Kirby and 3D Kirby. Like, it just felt more like Kirby, just in a more open world. But, you know, with the amount of... of power-ups that kirby has there could be they could use that maybe for the gameplay and things like that but i think i need to see a i'm i'm excited for it i'll definitely play it but i need to see a little more to really kind of figure out what what direction they're going with this what about you yeah this is definitely more like wait for the review see what's up because like oh like i think i messaged you earlier today saying this is just like all 
like you asked me if I was, I was excited or whatever, and I said this is like I've never been a Kirby person. I don't think I've ever owned a Kirby game. All like demo came out for Kirby Star Allies, and like that game was ridiculously easy. And then like what like within a week we got like I think Game Explain um put a, up a video where it literally had like they did nothing for like a boss fight and like your your allies all easily handled it themselves i'm just like that it says something about like the level of difficulty um that kirby games have or at least recently have and i'm just like i don't like i'm not playing a game to just go for a leisurely stroll it's just like i want like a little bit of challenge it doesn't need to be i'm not looking for dark souls or anything but like it's just like i want to like if a game's too easy i'm not gonna have any fun with it it's just like so that's where I am, and, like, the levels looked a bit sparse to me, like, not a whole lot of enemies or things to do, and, like, I've, and even, like, Yoshi's Crafted World, all, like, I was hyped for that based off of Woolly World, off of my experience with Woolly World, and it's just, like, it, Crafted World just didn't have the same feel to me, and I was just, like, I've been burned, so I'm definitely not excited for it, but it looks interesting, and I'm willing to keep an eye on it and be open-minded to it. Move on to the next story, then? we still got yes. a lot more to go through. Uh, we got um, an Animal Crossing update direct coming in October. Um, new content to drop in November. And one of the big things that we saw just in this little tease of the announcement and everything is we had Brewster's face. Um, we had, like, um, in the background was, like, a coffee shop-looking area. Um, so... It looks like Brewster is confirmed. Oh, Brewster is a character that, like, even though I'm not dialed into the Animal Crossing fan base, I know people have been asking for Brewster for, like, ever since the game launched. So it's nice to know that those people, looks like those people are going to be satiated. They will get all um, their thirst quenched. Uh, and hopefully there's more things, more items being introduced and other things other than just Brewster. Uh, what did you think? Um, <laughs> I was honestly just like, uh, it's it's funny because uh, I was kind of caught up, still kind of hyped up from like Kirby and everything and how the direct was playing out. And then they're like, and then they play Animal Crossing. And I'm just like, Ugh. like, don't get me wrong. I I enjoy Animal Crossing, but like, I could, I'm okay without any, like, I don't care about the updates, to be completely honest yeah. anymore. It's nice that they are continually, continuously updating the game. They probably will for a while, but honestly, anytime they update it, I go in, play the update for, like, an hour, and then that's it. Yeah, I feel you. It's like, yeah, it's just like, okay, cool, like, we're, you're still supporting the game. I still like the game, but I was just like... Man, I don't want you guys to take any precious Nintendo time with this bullcrap. And then they're like, "Oh, if you want to know more, there'll be a date." And it's like, "What the heck?" Um, but what do you think about um, the new content that may or may not be coming to Animal Crossing? I mean, like that's a, I mean, same thing. It's just like it's just like I said. It's just like it's nice to know that the people that are still playing this game and want that content are getting that content. But like, I'm probably not going to jump back into it. I might do the same thing where I play it where I jump in, check it out for two hours, put it back down, don't come back. Oh. You 
Are you checking out the uh, the separate direct that it'll have or no? Nah, nah. Yeah. I mean, too. like, I might, like, after it comes out, like, I'm definitely not going to watch it live. I might, like, open it up and just, like, scrub through it to see what's up. Well, I'm sure it'll be, like, in news releases and other things will cover it at some point. Uh, then we got uh, update to uh, Mario Golf Super Rush. We got um, Koopa Troopa. Koopa Troopa, right? Uh, Koopa Troopa, yep. Yeah, and Ninji are coming as playable characters as well as two new courses. The update later coming today. Again, like I, I don't play every Nintendo game that comes out. So I was like, it's like it's good that the that we're getting more content. It seemed like the after the game came out, it seemed like it was a little light on content. It's nice to know that it's getting updates, more characters, more content. But I mean, like I don't have the game. I'm not gonna. Doesn't get me crazy excited for it. Yeah, I'm. It's I. I'm kind of on the same. Um same thing with monster hunter like it's just more for me to dive into when i pick up the game i will definitely play the game at some point um but i i yeah i don't play every Nintendo game i mean i try to play a lot but like i'll i'll get it at some point it's nice to know that you know obviously they're they're still updating the game uh and it's free too so hey you don't have to pay any money for it which is nice but uh, it's definitely something i'll enjoy later down the line um and it's sometimes i uh, i don't know i even though they say it beforehand when they're like, hey, we're going to give you updates on games that have already released, it's kind of like you you, you kind of feel like, okay, well, you could have just done this maybe in like a its own individual tweet or trailer or something like that. But hey, there are people that enjoy the game and they're getting more content, so that's what's important. All right. I'm going to blow through a few here real quick uh, just because I don't really have much of an opinion on them. I feel like you're probably not going to have much of an opinion on them. Uh, we got Disney uh, Magical World 2 coming to um, Switch. The original <laughs> Knights of the Republic um, is getting ported to Switch. Not the HD um, remaster that is currently in development. Um, Dying Light 2 Stay Human Cloud Edition um, is coming to Switch on, on February 4th. Um, Dying Light Platinum Edition is coming October 19th. Um, to switch and then this one we might actually you might actually have some thoughts on um triangle strategy we got an update on that bit on that game all oh, they showed a bunch of updates after they had done a survey um demo for it um before and that is coming out on march 4th 2022 i want to say one one thing about that um I will say uh, one. Obviously, I that I am excited for. But uh, that is th what they they did the same thing with Octopath Traveler, and a lot of developers should do this. They released the demo crazy early. We're talking like you know almost two I years this game before was the game out came out already. <laughs> that's just that's just <laughs> oh gosh, it's just like you just it's like you're like. The, oh, like that just shows how much you just don't play RPGs. You're just like, wait, what? This game's not even out yet. But more developers should do, you know, what Square did with both of these because you know they give you a demo so early and like they actually listen. They actually like patch these things. They actually like take you know your um, your uh, opinions into consideration and like move forward with that, which is really cool. So more developers should definitely, definitely do that. But yeah, I am stoked on that one. All right. Uh, yeah. So, 
going through all that. Uh, then we got um a beefy update new trailer for um for Metroid Dread. Um, we got a little bit of a story update. Oh, story thing. Um, Samus is headed to planet ZDR, searching for the X Parasite, which was from all um, Metroid Fusion, and all um, what happened to the Emmy units. All what happened to make the Emmy units go dark, which were the the robots that were sent to try and collect the parasite, and that we've seen in the trailer so far, chasing you down. All and also that you can go to Metroid.Nintendo.com for Metroid reports, which will give you some. There's eight of them apparently right now, all which will give you little bits of like things about like the different environments in the game and different and some different lore to kind of let you know what's up if you really want to go in depth for for metroid before it comes out oh uh, wait what do you think of the trailer where um, where you stand at with it oh dude that's a no-brainer i'm 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 was i'm getting this as soon as it comes out for sure it looks sleek it looks the gameplay looks i mean awesome like it it's 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 shaping up to be a really good uh metroid game it's a freaking new 2d metroid game like come on now it's of course um i just gotta say i love the atmosphere every trailer they showed off they you know they really want you to know like dread like it, it's in it i like it it's, it's releasing on halloween it really does kind of give you uh like a really eerie and creepy tone and isolated atmosphere like i i i so far, everything I've seen, I've thoroughly enjoyed. What about you? I, I don't know if you were, I mean, if we he, ever talked about it, if you were getting this day one. No, here's the thing. I want to be excited about Metroid, and I want to get into it. The thing is, though, the Emmy units. It's just like, anytime I get get into a game and there is a stealth section, or like there like you are being chased by something, my anxiety goes crazy. And, like, I can't do it. Like, I tried playing all um, The Last of Us um, before, and, like, cause like, I acknowledge it's got a great story and it's a beautiful game. The thing is, though, I cannot get past the first clicker encounter. The first time that you Ooh. are introduced to a clicker and it's just, like, sitting there, like, eating somebody's body, I freeze up and, like, I don't want to, like, go past it. So it's just, like... I just keep like that's just a type of gameplay that like I don't mesh well with and it's just like I want to be excited about Metroid but the fact that there is like this stealth like chase segment that is like looks like it is a core mechanic of the game is just like I don't want to pay $60 and then like the first time I get to that I'll freeze up and not I'll continue the game so uh, next, moving on, is uh, we got a massive new update to uh, the Nintendo Online service. Uh, so, Nintendo Online service is going to have a change in price, or like you can change to a new plan. Or, I like, I don't know why you're shaking your head. I'm like, this is like, I, it's a bit expected. I'm we don't have the price yet for it, but. What you are getting if you decide to upgrade your plan option is all oh, you are going to get access to not just N64 games, but also 
Sega Genesis games. I just want to stop right here before we go any further in here, because there's other stuff here that I'm hyped about. But, like, the fact that, like, if you go back to the old days of um, the console wars of yore, Sega and Nintendo just were furiously going at it all before. And to now that we get to this point where there is this partnership between Nintendo and Sega to have games as part of their online service, I just think that's really interesting and really kind of neat. What, what are your thoughts on that? So I guess first I'll talk about that because that is a really cool, it's really cool to to have those Genesis games and it just... It 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 puts into perspective how, and I love Sega. Don't get me wrong, but like it just puts into perspective how, like, Sega was like here, and now they're like here. They're like so low on the totem pole now; it's ridiculous. But like it was, it was, it was seeing him hold up that Sega, that wireless Sega Genesis controller in a Nintendo Direct was just like what the f like it was it was I, you know it was, it was just cool to see that um i think it's great man i mean do you want me to get into um I, I, i'll let me all uh, get through this because i want to like, i'm really hyped for some of these announcements here so all I, I think i know which one you're like you like well, well like it's like all so uh, we got a very limited roster for all our n64 games at launch for this well like one of them courses being ocarina of time is just like you get all mario kart all you get star fork 64 but they there is going to be a all but they said like we're going to add more games to this all coming down the line included it's going to be majora's mask and several others pokemon snap the original pokemon snap being there um is cool but at the very end of that list as they scroll them across the screen we see banjo kazooie Banjo Kazooie, we're kind of we are getting Banjo Kazooie on the on the Switch, and I cannot be happier. It is like because like the fact that um for those who don't know, if you listen to this, you don't know all this is like Rare got bought by Microsoft, and so that means that all Nintendo had to work out with Microsoft how to get banjo to get banjo kazooie and if banjo kazooie is there that means that the doors are open for banjo tooie for all um, diddy kong racing all we for all don't i mean donkey kong 64 should be there regardless all because that is a nintendo property but like and it's just like all Hopefully, Conquer's Bad Fur Day at one point would be nice as well. As it's like, I don't think we're gonna get all of those anytime soon. But I am so excited that we just get Banjo Kazooie. Well, sometime looks like we're gonna get Banjo Kazooie sometime in the near future, and then hopefully we'll see some more down the line. What do you think? What do you think about some of the games that were available? So at first, I was. Uh... Okay, at first I was just like, um, I you we kind of knew they were coming, right? Like you know, but but to to see them is you know you still get that shock factor. And I'm not gonna lie, at first I was like, oh, and then they played the melody for Ocarina of Time. And I was like, okay, yeah, like like you know to to think, dude, to be able to play those again and with a wireless like from Nintendo 64 controller, like not dude, it's like. 
Like it's a I'm bad controller. That. I'm buying that. It's a bad it is. controller. It totally is. It, it it really is, and I'm getting it. Like it, I. If it I came remember in a different color, curve. if it came in a different color, I'd probably consider it. But the fact that it's coming in gray, I'm just like, mm, not too. I don't. I. I remember like the learning curve of getting used to using that controller and this. I remember there was just one day where I was like, I finally had my aha moment with it. And I just like, just loved it so much. And the fact that it's literally from Nintendo wireless, like I'm getting that day one and I'm going to play, you know, replay Ocarina of Time 64 freaking dude, Star Fox 64 online. Like, come on. Like, oh, and then, and then, you know, the don't get like the Genesis games are cool. I'll definitely dabble in those a bit, but like I'm honestly pretty hyped on Banjo Kazooie because I've never played the original Banjo Kazooie, so it's going to be cool to play that with a 64 controller and actually kind of get that experience on a Nintendo console. So it's like you still kind of get that experience in a way, which is pretty cool. But I'm stoked, man. The only thing that I was a little we don't know the price, like you said, we don't know the price yet. I mean, we all we we both knew that they would increase the price if they included 64, we knew that. But if what he said was we could, you could switch to the new plan if you're a current member. So we'll have to see how that goes. I don't know if let's, let's say there's a, let's say they, there's, um, let's say it's, it's 20, let's say it's $30 for the year instead of 20. I don't know if you have to pay the difference or for already existing members, you can just switch over that one time for, you know, um, since you've, you've already been a member. I don't know how that will work out. But uh, I'm just hoping that it's not like a like a huge like I'm not, I'm hoping it's not like forty sixty bucks a year like that's kind of pushing me, it a little bit in my opinion. I'm on um man like I'm thirty five bucks bucks a year right now, but because I'm on the family plan, I'm just like the family plan's rather um cheap. It's just like if it's like fifty dollars for the year for the family plan, and that's me like that's got me my brother all and my other brother. And like his kids on his switch, all, all on it. It's just like I'm totally willing to bump up to fifty bucks a year for some of these like meteor titles that I love to have to be able to play them. So it's just like I'm looking forward to it. All, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, pri- okay, excluding the family pen, what what do you think is a fair price for just individually for the year? I think like thirty, thirty, thirty to forty. Well, forty max okay. is just like all for it. Like it was just like these are definitely some bigger ones that like more people want to play. I could understand them putting a decent price on tag on all wanting on people on people wanting to play things because like they know that they're gonna want to play them. Whether you just pay forty bucks for the year once and you just play them the the one time, like go back to them the one time. Oh, I think like that's so worth it to for the collection that you're getting. Oh, it's just like fuck. We are forty minutes in and we still haven't gone through this entire direct. Uh huh. Jeez. We okay. So we got uh, a Shadowrun trilogy. I missed the release date on that. Oh, I don't think we either. Either was something much to say on that. Oh, Castlevania Advanced Collection comes out later today. Oh, I'm actually. Um, I need to look I'm at in, the price for that. It's, like I, it's twenty bucks. Twenty. Oh, yeah, man, I get paid tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> but uh, 
I've never really played Castlevania all the way through, but, like, I've heard such good things that, like, I really do want to try and get in there and give it a go. Or, I mean, we're both pretty stoked on this, right? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get it, but I'm gonna see if I can hold off for a physical copy if one comes down, comes down the line, uh, in a little bit. But, oh, dude, those games are great. If you haven't played them, like, definitely well worth 20 bucks, for sure. Uh, okay, I've got, got a few quick other announcements. Uh, Actraiser Renaissance comes out later today, I believe they said. Uh, Delta Rune chapters 1 and 2 all are out um, today. Uh, Delta Rune, if you don't know, all it's basically like a sequel all to Undertale, one of the one of the big like indie games. Uh, I haven't played Delta um, Undertale. Have you played Undertale? I haven't. I mean, uh, I actually right. don't I know when I will play it. Because I got, we're going to go keep going because I want to talk about the next thing for a bit. Okay, there was a montage for here for a little bit. It was a bunch of smaller stuff. I didn't keep up. Well, that's what I wrote in my notes. But we are living in the best timeline, Dom. Mm, I we, think I know what you're about to bring up. I'm so excited about this. They gave us the cast list and I got, I was just ah. like nuts. It was like we so there was um, a Mario movie being in production with Illumination Studios, the same studio behind all Despicable Me, all but they announced that it is coming out holiday 2022, um, December 21st for us here in North America, all um, December 21st, 2022. But the cast list for this just got me so excited. We are going. Mario is going to be voiced by Chris Pratt. I don't know this person, mm. but Princess Peach is Anna Taylor, Anna Taylor Joy, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, and Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. This movie's gonna be mm. great. <laughs> it is. Even if it's bad, I will it's say... gonna be great. There, it's actually funny. There was a there was a tweet that was put out in 2020, saying like talking about the Mario movie, and it said uh, uh, like Charles Martinet is not going to voice not going to voice uh, Mario. It's probably going to be something you know, something stupid, someone stupid from Hollywood like Chris Pratt. And it's just it literally was tweeted in 2020. And I saw it earlier today, and I'm like, I I okay, I got okay, okay, so. I like Charles Martinet, all right? Like, he is synonymous with the character. Come on. Like, he he is... We, when you think of who, who what Mario sounds like, it's Charles Martinet, right? They redeemed themselves with me when Miyamoto was still like... And that's so Nintendo of them to do, right? Like, they like they are just... Yes, they're a, a business corporation and blah, 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 blah. But, like, at the end of the day, they, you know, they have some some compassion. And it was nice to say, like... Don't worry, Charles Martinet will still, he is in the film to some degree, cameos, whatever it may be. So when the movie first got announced, I was like, okay, how are they going to do this? Like it's illumination. And I know the minions don't really like talk. They have their sound. So I was like, okay, well maybe they will still still use Charles Martinet's Mario and he'll just do his, his normal sounds. Then today, when I hear that, I'm like, what kind of direct the cast is great let me just say i i like the cast i think the cast is like they did a great job i like a lot of the actors i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm not a the biggest fan of chris pratt but i mean i'm not saying he's a bad actor but i think they did 
all the Jack Black as Bowser. I mean, Charles Day, Charles Day is like they did a great job. Keegan as Toad, like they did a really good job. And um, now I'm really interested in how the direction they're going to take with this movie. I think it's yeah. going to be like a really solid video game film. Like I think it's shaping up to be like good. Not, and I think it's in like you've seen Sonic, right? Yeah. Sonic. I was think good. it's going to be was... better than that. Yeah, was... Sonic was good, and I think it's going to be better than that. I'm just like so interested to see like the go where they go like um with like voice acting direction wise. It's just like are we gonna have Chris Pratt do a, an Italian accent through this entire movie? Because like it's just like I'm just like think of like Mario's is like oh, let's go and like it's just like it's like it's I'm just like trying to think of like Chris Pratt trying to do like a version of that for an entire movie. I'm just like. Or, like, just, like, try and imagine, like, Charlie Day, like, all, like, just trying to imagine Luigi, but, like, with Charlie Day's voice coming out of him, and I'm just, like, this is, like, they're gonna have to, like, I'm really interested to see, like, the first trailer for this, like, is this, like, are we going to have, like, that realist, like, are we going to, like, is it going to look visually very much, like, this is what Mario looks like, or are they going to take this and, like, put their own spin on their on the visuals on this it's just like because even like jack black like he like when you think bowser you think like a low grumbly voice or like something very low and it's like jack black i don't really associate as having like a very low register but like i'd really oh, love to see like what he brings to that character and like is just like you like the like I would really love to see like a metal oh <laughs> Bowser as well as just like because like Jack Black to me is so tied into like all metal music and everything like that so it's just like and like hard rock so I'm just like I'm really interested to see what the, what they're what they do with this movie and like where the direction that they take a lot of these characters so it's just like i'm hyped as hell about this and i'm just like i'm really looking forward to whenever we get the first trailer for this so i think this is the direction i think they're gonna do i think that i i think that you're going to get their true voice like i don't think they're gonna try to have an accent or a spin spin on it i think it's they're just gonna sound exactly how they normally sound i think they're gonna take this in a different direction i think it's going to be hmm i don't like i i think it's going to be yeah i think i think they're gonna take it in a direction where it's they're going to kind of like pay homage to like what you know mario is but i think they're gonna kind of like skew it into its own thing like that's my opinion. I, I think they're just literally going to sound exactly how they would sound. I don't think they're going to try to, like, have crazy accents to it or anything like that. Because I think that's the appeal that Miyamoto kind of wants to go for. He's like, well, let's... Because that's a star-studded cast, dude. And I think they're they're going to want to sell that. And then if and if they were to do, an, like, an Italian accent, they would just keep... Like, choose better than Charles Martinet for that. Um so I think they're just going to use their original voice. But like you said, dude, I need a trailer for this. Like, my head's like, where are they going with this? I need to see. And I was as soon as he came up on stage and the movie was brought up, I'm like, trailer? And he's like, oh, you got to wait. And I'm like, fudge. But, like, I need to see more. Like, my head is like, what is going on here? I need to see that first trailer. 
And dude, we we're seeing that as soon as it comes as soon as it comes out. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, we got two more all things to go over. We got all of Splatoon three all new trailer for that. We saw like some new weapons, new specials. I didn't really like. My mind was still reeling from like the from the um and from the cast announcement of the Mario movie. So like I didn't really grab a whole lot of it, and I was just, like, there was nothing that like really just blew my mind or anything there. I was just I'm looking forward to it all, but like there's not all. There wasn't anything cr crazy there, but it's Return of the Mammalians, or so it looks. So as I said in the thing, it's just like. It looks like there will be mammals coming back, and we'll see what happened there, because as we know, all Splatoon is this post-apocalyptic world where all mammals died out and the fish took over the land. All so it's I'm interested to see where it goes. I mean, like I'm like I'm interested to see how all where that story goes, but like I'm not gonna see that until it comes out. All what do you think? Honestly, um, dude, I loved that trailer. Like, I was pretty, I was pretty hyped on that trailer. Um, I think I really like where they're going to take the campaign with this one. I think the campaign is going to be a little more expansive, and um, I don't think it's going to be so cut and dry like Splatoon One and Splatoon Two. I think, th I think this one's going to obviously still have the core multiplayer, you know, that Splatoon's known for. But I, I think it's going to have a heavier emphasis on the campaign. The campaign's going to be a little meatier. Yeah, and I, I like the like, that. I and I like the like kind of the like kind of a I wouldn't say apocalyptic, but like it's post-apocalyptic. Like, oh, it's yeah, post-apocalyptic. I like that setting, and um, the this, just the this Splatoon has that like aesthetic to it. That's like this kind of like it's like cyberpunk kind. Yeah, because like the yeah, whole thing, yeah. the whole lore is like it's just like that when the fish took over, they found like the fossils of like the nineties, basically. Oh, like they found like super soakers and video game like fossilized video games and whatnot, and they like basically formed their all their whole like all thing around that so like that's why like your standard blaster looks like a super soaker and everything like that it's just like it's basically it's basically the 90s all but and then we finally got a trailer for bayonetta 3 all which is coming out in 2022 the thing i liked most about this trailer is like when bayonetta shows up she's just like oh i know i'm fat i i'm not i'm like, I'm not fashionably late, or, like, oh, I'm unfashionably late, is what she said. It's like, I know I'm unfashionably late. It's just like, well, at least you can admit to that. <laughs> yeah. It's been about four it's years. because I didn't even realize that, and when you texted me that earlier, I'm like, holy crap, dude, Bayonetta 3 was announced back in the Game Awards of 2017. It's been that long. Good lord. So, this is like, we're finally, we finally got a trailer for that. I feel I'm a little upset that it's 2022. Like after making us wait four years from announcement to trailer, it's just like I feel like it would have just been better to like put the like put out the trailer when you had a solid release date. In my opinion, I gotta admit I was a little disappointed by this because if you're in that trailer when they show the clip of that that dog that's in the police uniform oh yeah i thought uh, it was astral chain 
for a second. There. Yeah, I thought it was a sequel to Astral Chain, and I was like, and even the setting kind of looked like Astral Chain, but the 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 character designs of the monsters look like a little more defined than Astral Chain. But I saw that, and I'm like, <gasps> Astral Chain two? Because I, I do, I loved Astral Chain, and then it's like, ah, Bayonetta, which you know, it's still cool, Bayonetta three, but I'm like, ah, I kind of want it. <laughs> I was like, kind of, I would rather have Astral Chain two, but the gameplay, dude, it's platinum. It's, I mean, like they're. Those they're like masterminds when it comes to slick uh, hack and slash like action adventure games. So I'm definitely going to I have my eye on this is am I going to get it day one? I don't know. Am I going to play it at some point in time? Of course. But it it's look it looks great. Like it it's that, you know, classic platinum game design that we know and love. And I'm I'm definitely excited for it. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, like, I've never played a Bayonetta. I don't think I've actually played any platinum games before. Oh, I mean, like, I'm a lot more interested to pick up Astral Chain and fi- finally get around to playing that um, first before I try jumping into Bayonetta. Oh, Astral Chain just, I like the world of that, the look of that world more. I, lo- I like the look of the combat more. So it's just like, if I try to a Platinum game, I'd try that one first before I went to Bayonetta. Oh, but yeah, it's just like, oh. I think it's time to wrap up our thoughts on the direct. What did you think of the direct overall? Like how how like how do, does this rank for you? Is it like A, B? Like what what grade would you give this? Oh, would you, you know what? I think this was a very solid direct. I would give it a B. Yeah. I think there was there was some good announcements, some heavy hitters. I think it was super super solid. Yeah, I mean, definitely like... definitely one to remember. I mean, for me, like, I'd give this, like, a solid B because, like, the weird thing for me is, like, the things that I walked away with most hype wasn't, like, the game trailers that they were showing off, but was, like, the services and, like, outside games announcements. Like, I mean, like, the two things that I was most hyped about here was, oh, Banjo-Kazooie coming to the Switch Online service and the, oh, the the casting for the movie and i'm just like and it's weird that those were like the big get hype moments for me not like the end not like the end like usually like your big hype moments are like the thing at the beginning and like the thing at the end but those like really didn't do much for me at all it's just like so it's just like it's it feels weird that like the things i was most hyped about are things that to other people would seem like small announcements so that's where I'm at on that. Question. I just thought of this. So we know that obviously they're releasing these um, these wireless controllers and they're releasing Nintendo, Nintendo 64. I was about to say Nintendo Switch 64. <laughs> Nintendo 64 is coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Obviously, we're getting GameCube. There's, why why point, why stop? At why some, stop at, at sixty four? At some point, but like, I thought like the big thing was like, I think a lot of people were expecting Game Boy stuff. Right now, it's just like we are probably a good two years away from getting GameCube if we do get GameCube at all. It's just like that is not on the horizon at all. I mean, like the fact that like we got like it's eight or nine games coming to the N sixty four right um right away, and the fact like I can. Like, the fact that, like, like, Majora's Mask isn't there day one, Banjo-Kazooie isn't there day one, or Banjo-Tooie isn't there, or 
whatever Conker's Bad Fur Day, or Donkey Kong 64, or Diddy Kong Racing. It's just like, and that's just like six. And like, I'm sure that someone could get and give like another, te- like, oh, someone, someone could give like another 10 that they want all on the, that list. It's just like, and how they've paced these before, we are like, if we are going to get GameCube games, it's going to be like two years from now. Yeah. Do not look forward I to I will those say, in the though. Future. I will say though it is uh it is pretty cool that they they still offer the you know excluding the expansion to the service you can still just pay you can still keep paying $20 and just get NES and SNES which is nice because obviously you know with uh Xbox and PS4 there is no you know you can you can pay um uh, more or less for your um for the term but like you know, you want you, 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 there is no difference in, in, you know, the volume of games you get. So it is cool to know that, like, hey, if you don't want to pay more and you don't want the N64 games, no worries. You can still access, you know, our online service and get the NES and SNES games at the same price. So that is pretty cool, you know, that people still have that option. But just think about it, dude. How can you not play Ocarina of Time with an N64 controller on a Nintendo home console? In HD, how nostalgic would that be? It's not a good controller, though. This is like it's I not. don't look at that controller <laughs> and say like, ah, yes, that's what I want to play these games with. It's just like, like we have gotten better controller. This is like the Switch Pro controller may not be like the best controller. Like I find it pretty comfortable. Like it gets the job done pretty well for me. But it's just like, oh, like the fact like the oh, well, if I bought an N64 today, I wouldn't buy a, go out and buy a new controller. I'd buy, like, the, I think it's called, like, the uh, N64, like, the 64, the Brawler 64 or something like that, where it's, like, yeah. the, it redesigned to, like, we were just moving to 3D, like, we, like, that was an experimental controller. It was just, like, it's just, like, it got the job done, but, like, we, we, we learned lessons from the N64 controller. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh. Yeah, no, it's a terrible, terrible design, but I'm still buying it. <laughs> oh, so yeah, definitely still buying it. All right. Well, I think I want to round out today's all oh, today's whole podcast with just asking you, uh, what have you been playing? What you've been up to the past couple of weeks? I let's see. I have been playing. Oh, Tales of Arise, man! I put out a uh, first impressions of that, and I'm having a phenomenal time with that. Uh, that game is so good. Um, possibly my game of the year. Um, and I do want to just say a quick note, dude. Bandai Namco has been crushing it this year. I mean, in my opinion, they've got Scarlet Nexus, which is is right now my game of the year. Tales of Arise is a contender, but I ha- and it's funny. I made a video about that. I literally recorded the audio and everything. Have the footage. I just didn't. I haven't edited it. Uh, I might put it out. But yeah, they've been crushing it, man. And Nino Nino Kuni 2, just Revenant Kingdom was poured as the Switch. If you haven't played that game, it's freaking phenomenal. Uh, yeah, what about you, man? What have you been playing? I've been platinuming games. <laughs> oh. uh, like, how I, am I not surprised? Oh, so like right now, like I was just like, oh, pay's been like, my bank account's been a bit weird while I've been starting up my new job. Oh, so I've been going back to a bunch of games in my all library and all 
finishing and rounding them out. So I went back to Ratchet and Clank 2016, all finally finished the platinum on that. Like all the hoverboard ones on that are just like a bit of a hard time to do. Oh, I went and I played Maneater. That's a game that only takes like 10 hours. It's a shark PG. Oh, it was just like, oh, I saw you playing that. I saw you playing that. It was a interesting experience. Like I got it on PS plus. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't pay money for it. It was just like, I don't think I, it was an interesting thing. Like I played it. It was a podcast game for me. I was listening to podcasts, but like it does do interesting software. Like all it is narrated over by like a nature documentary guy. So, and like at the end, like when you finally beat the game, it's just like, Oh, the the ending gets a bit bloody and it's just like, well, we've can't been canceled by the um, station and now we are coming to you all straight directly online or whatever. So it's just like it's got like this really kind of like dry, quick um humor to it, which I enjoyed. But like the main um action of it is very like grindy, like go from one area to um a set of actions um do then go to the next area do the same things to get onto the next area and like all going for the platinum it was a bit grindy especially because there's like this infamy thing and that doesn't happen naturally through the game you have to like grind to like get your infamy up and do that so hey like it was a fun for being part of ps plus it was a fun game i wouldn't really necessarily recommend people to go out and play it all I went, finally went back to Infamous oh, Second Son, and I platinumed that game. Oh, I had tried doing that before, but like I tried doing an expert run for the villain story, and the villain powers just did not lend itself to doing the expert playthrough at all for me. So I actually had to end up doing three separate three. I had to do a third playthrough of that game as a hero mm. again. To um, because the vil- the here the villain ones like you are a glass cannon like you can do a lot of damage but if you get hit like you're gonna take a lot of damage whereas being a hero is very much about subduing your enemies and like getting health back from some subduing enemies so I did that and there was another oh life is strange true colors um I played that. And I platinumed it within about 24 hours after it was released. So mm. it that game does a lot of interesting stuff. Oh, there is oh, a section in Chapter 3, which I don't want to spoil for anyone who has, because it's still a relatively new game. But like there is a gameplay shift oh, there that brought out like my collector order oh, RPG side. And oh, I really... I really love chapter three. Like that was like the highlight of that game for me. But the thing is like, it is a game about like your main, your power in the game is empathy and like being able to see the world through other people's eyes and like see, see like empathize with them. And the thing is like, I got that game because after playing Psychonauts 2, I was just like, I want a game to emotionally hurt me again. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> and, but the thing is, like, I played that up, and I was just like, S- this is, 
it has a lot of the same themes as Psychonauts 2, because, like, well, the thing about Psychonauts 2 is also like, this, like, this is a game about empathy and healing and whatever. And I think, like, how Psychonauts 2 um, did, handled it just hit me so much more, and I just was found a lot more impactful. And it's just like, I think it's weird that, like, a cartoony... Um, a cartoony, oh, like, collectathon platformer oh, hit me a lot harder than, like, the realistic oh, narrative game. So, th those that's what I've been playing the past few weeks. This is, like, oh. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. I have one thing I've been meaning to ask you about, and I have completely forgot about it until now. So, we know that Sony talked about Deathloop like freaking crazy. Have you read or watched any reviews about that game? Because apparently it's like a masterpiece. Yeah, I mean, like, and, like, based off of the reviews and how people, like, like, the thing is, like, I didn't want to play, like, another roguelike type game, and that's what it really seemed like before the reviews came out. But the fact that, like, it says, like, in the reviews, like, you can, if you die once in a run, like, you get to reprise, and it, um, and, like, you, like, you can, like, die up to, like, you, you can die, like, three times before you're, like, dead dead. All. And I was just like, okay, that eases it a whole lot. Like, you don't, all, it gives you room to grow. And I also thought it was going to be very grindy. Like, it's just like you had to figure things out yourself. All, but... It seems like it tells you, like, you can, you can find things out yourself if you want. You can turn off the waypoint things, but it said, like, apparently, like, it gives you goals and, like, it will give you the waypoints in the game to all get, go and collect the things and get the things that you need all in order to progress rather easily. So it's just, like, it seems a lot easier than all than oh, I anticipated it would be, and a lot, a lot less grindy. So I'm definitely a lot more interested in it now, but at $60, like, I'm still not ready to take that that financial risk on it. It's just like, I, it's a game that I'm definitely a lot more interested in once it eventually hits the $20 price point, or maybe, like, sometime in the next year I get it on PS Plus. Is I'll be a lot more interested to try and give it a go, but like it's also going back to this. I mean, like you can play this game stealthy, and like I think early on, all oh, it get like that's definitely a lot easier to do than trying to go in guns a blazing. But like it seemed very much like based off of the past games from Arcane, um, Dishonored, Dishonored Two, Death. Of of the outsider and all that, like that they were very going to be very much stealth based, and I've said it already. Like I have problems playing stealth based games. As like that's another big detraction for me. As just like I just don't I don't want to have to play try because I tried playing Dishonored all when it first like when it first came out like the original Dishonored, and I got about like an hour into that game before I noped out of it. Yeah, I think uh, I I it was just interesting to me to see like it review so well, and I I liked the idea behind it when I saw the uh a review f um for it, and 
um, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I, it, it'll be more appealing to me when it's 20 bucks, but it was just funny to me that, you know, Sony would never shut up about it. And now we know why they wouldn't shut up, shut up about it because apparently the game's so good, but yeah, it's definitely still not worth me spending 60 bucks on for sure. But Hey, at least we know it is good. All right. Well, we are going to wrap it up there for this week. Oh, hopefully I'll have this uploaded at some point this evening and we'll see y'all later. All right. But before we go, anything else that you wanted to say, Dom? Anything that I missed? Uh, no, no. I think we're yeah, we're good. All right, cool. All right, now we are out of here. <laughs>